1: Now, Panthers doggies. Uh, look, Panthers, holy shit. They didn't, like, they didn't look any worse. They didn't look any worse. How is that fucking possible? Timmy, speak to me. How is that fucking possible?
0: Don't know how it's possible, sorry, <laughs> mate, but they, it's nuts, isn't it? Just how well they bring in Sean O'Sullivan uh, and Kurt Falls on debut, who also must be the best bloke on the planet because the way the players and the fans and they yeah. got around him, I know he's an older debutant, but he just must be a legend, hey? Eh? Um, but just their shapes, they just recreated them so well. Despite mm. losing the core of that side in, in the halves, yep. um, they're just. You were kind of like low key, just hoping Penrith got belted so I could knock them this week because I'm sick of giving them wraps. But no, nah.
1: <laughs> they had. They basically like yeah okay in the end they dogs might have scored a couple. They had forty five percent percent of the ball, so they had less percentage of the ball and towered the bulldogs up. That just. Jesus Christ, Matty. <laughs> Jesus. It's not like there's fifty to 60,000 people listening to this stuff. I muted my mic. I don't know if you could hear that. Mute you, you've muted your brain, mate. <laughs> Bloody Origins muted your brain, you New South Welshman. A Queenslander would have never done that. I love the blues. <laughs> um, but it just shows you with the Panthers, any opportunity they get, they take it. They take it every fucking time. They had... 10% less possession than the doggies and they still put 30 on them. It's almost unheard of. It is fucking amazing and they did it with no six, no seven. Uh, they don't have Crichton. They don't have To'o. It's amazing. Amazing what they're doing out there. What do you think of the game? Is it's good to it? see
2: they're human to some extent. At least the New South Wales Cup team finally lost a game. <laughs> so the yeah.
1: domino effect. It's over. It's over. Our, Penrith, our Panthers <laughs> crumbling. Uh, but yeah,
2: mate, I, I thought it was crazy. You know, Kurt Falls made his debut, which was great to see. We spoke about him in the preseason, and um, it's crazy that with a guy like Kurt Falls, we say oh, you know he's an older debutant. He's the same age as Nathan Cleary. Wow, we say how young Nathan Cleary is. Like it's crazy how it how it can. Cleary's play. career is. But They wild. were halves partners in high school. I'm pretty really? sure. I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah. So it's crazy how it can play out. I thought Falls, you know, his first five minutes, that kick that he put into touch, then he put in the, crick for the kick for Chris Smith. Well done to Chris Smith too. I think that's the first time we've seen him since the Barnett incident against his former club, and he scores the first meaty there. Mm. Well done to him. Um, I thought Kiko Kikau was unreal in this game.
1: No, and his stats don't really reflect it, but he was a fucking menace on the edge. He put on Avrilo to uh, the sideline just quietly. Avarillo at fullback, fucking love it. Shocked me. Love it. And we've been talking about that. Me and Guru, honestly. Doggies fans must be like, bro, shut up. Because every week we're like, oh, I think is a really good outside back. We should put him a fullback. Um, anyway, back to the Panthers. I just want to give a shout out to the big fish. Fisher Harris, 203 metres, 44 tackles, zero missed. That's such a knock. I cannot express to you. Like Sometimes it's, it's easy to be a leader when things are going well and you're the front runner and you're the big dogs, your talent team's up. But when you lose guys like Cleary, Luai, To'o, Crichton, Martin, it it's your leaders that stand up. And Fisher-Harris took it upon himself to go, I am needed here by the boys, and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we don't miss a beat when it comes to playing high-quality footy. And it reminds me a lot of uh, Fisher-Harris uh, – sorry, Hargreaves last year when the Roosters boys all got injured. Mm. Like he really – like that showed you what a leader he was when the when – the, the chips were down or they needed someone to step up. He stepped up that night. Fisher-Harris, obviously the chips aren't down for Penrith. But, I mean, a lot of people thought the doggies were going to get the win and Penrith wouldn't be anywhere near as good as they are. But he was absolutely outstanding. Uh, Edwards, great again. Happy like oh, He's so silky, man. He's so silky. Uh, yeah, I thought Kurt Fawles was, was so, so, uh, like, really solid. Uh, Tungor, again, I think Tungor's defense is getting uh, better and better. Uh, what else we got here?
2: It just on James Fisher you mentioned him. Like the week before they played the Cowboys, they won 22 0. Looks like an easy win. The amount of work that he did in that game, oh, because the Cowboys defended well. 22 yeah. 0 says it was a poor defensive game. They were unreal. You look at his stats from last week, he had 20 hit ups for 220 metres and then backed that up with that game on the weekend.
1: Crazy. Crazy. Like, just a proper leader. Proper leader. Proper man in the trenches that just loves it. Uh, outside of that, I thought uh, Eisenhuth at 13 was, he was pretty good. I didn't mind him. Honestly, he should be a starting him. player in so many teams in this competition. Mate he, mate, he gets through some all the tough carries, all the tough work. He never gets the praise for it because you've got Leota. How good's Leota, by the way? Fuck, he's so underrated. He's, he's another guy that... It sounds no not crazy, but like I think he could be a smoky for Origin in the next year or two. Someone gets injured, I think him off the bench could be pretty good. Anyway, uh, Moses Leota was outstanding. But Eisenhooth, like the amount of times like when when Leota was injured earlier this year, Penrith didn't miss a beat. And it was because of battlers like Eisenhooth who come in and do their job. They ask for nothing in return. They're just happy to fucking be there. They rip and tear. On the weekend, seventy nine meters, but he made forty eight tackles, only one miss. Um, you know, so look. Really, really impressive stuff for the for the uh, Penny Panthers, and to be honest, like right now, they'll pro- they should win. They should win the comp. Really, is anyone really close to them right now? I don't think so.
0: Full strength Melbourne can still yep. rattle them. Come, come Grand Final day, they can.
1: I you think bet? a full
2: strength Melbourne can, but I'm still so far from confident. Yeah, although. like, like oh, I, I agree, ah.
1: it's, it's definitely a possibility. But I'm talking more like right now. If you were betting man, Panthers are yeah. out and out favourite right now. Is that? fair yeah Who is
2: this panthers 2022 side better than 21 and 20 do you think
1: i think so yeah i think so i i, I think they're more mature i think they, they they're finding like i think 2020 panthers was very attacking and flary bunch of fucking points holy shit then they got to the grand final and it was a Cam Smith masterclass. just said no nah, boys you need a little bit more than that to beat us 2021 rolls around and they go, we need defence sorted. Mm. That's how we're going to win a comp. They come out and honestly, their finals run last year, they were pretty average. Like they were pretty average, but their defence was amazing. And I think their grand final proved that. It was just whoever was going to break first and it wasn't even really their attack that got them the win. It was a great defensive read by Crichton that did it. And I think that this year, they're finding a real good balance between best defensive side in the comp but having, r- like, a lot of attacking flair and a lot of attacking ability. So, yeah, I'd probably say they're a better version I think of if shit. you said
2: they're the best attacking team, I don't think you'd get much pushback.
1: Like yeah, Melbourne,
2: obviously, Parramatta right up there, but...
1: I would say, was well, Storm, when they went on that run before Pappy got injured, mm. I would have said Storm. But, like, right now, with Pappy out and Storm, you know, chugging along, I'd probably say Penny, Penny Panthers are best attacking and best defence. Um, but yeah, right now for me, it's Penny Panthers are favourites. Then it would be probably the Storm. Then probably Eels just because they've knocked them both off.
2: But I also think with Penrith's attack, like like yes, Melbourne went on that incredible one run where they were smashing teams at the bottom of the ladder. I think Penrith can put 30 on any any team in this competition. Yeah, that's On fair. any given week.
1: Yeah. That's Whereas fair. I'm not
2: sure if Melbourne can put 30 on Penrith. That's
1: a good point. Yeah, fair point. Interesting. Um, so anyway Panthers Panthers absolutely flying uh, now onto the doggies we'll get to the positives first Matty Burton was absolutely outstanding and it's one thing to do that against other teams at the bottom of the ladder it's another thing to go back to your old club they are absolutely dushing teams and you go and put a form of like that and almost single handedly you know lift the team out of a loss or at least you know make it competitive I think you're starting to see the benefits of Kyle Flanagan and Burton playing together for a while. They're starting to understand each other. They're starting to know, like, Burton doesn't just get released just because he's playing well. He's got a seven that he's finally been able to get a few games together, and that releases Burton to be who he needs to be. I thought Burton was absolutely outstanding. Um, You know, his kicking game, like that bomb that he has, (laughs) it is wild extra weapon, wild extra weapon.
2: What about that kick he did to Edwards? I don't know if you'd call it a bomb but it went it went so high and it went like 70 meters on the fly crazy it was and i i saw edwards knock it on and i honestly sat there and thought i don't know if i've ever seen edwards knock a, i don't know when was the last time i saw Edwards. yes yeah,
1: so he used to fucking be, he honestly Early used to days. have feet yeah. for hands seriously it's like clown he had shoes on his hands <laughs> trying to catch sometimes back in the day now he's a bloody most consistent uh fullback in the game no i agree with you like he doesn't he very rarely drops the ball but that Burton bomb, Jesus.
2: I can already see a picture of Edwards with clown shoes on his hands and punters and dribblers. <laughs> I can see it. It's going to be there. Mate, that.
1: <laughs> honestly, they were like, do you guys remember? I don't know which game it was, but it was like two or three years ago. I think he dropped like five balls. Yeah, right. and, and Ivan Cleary, to his credit and to Dylan Edwards' credit, stuck with him when everyone was like, mate, what are you doing? And it was the best call. Like I said it last week, but Dylan Edwards for me, he is just – I don't think he's had a single game this year where he's been low, below eight out of 10. Mm. He's fucking so good. He's so good. Anyway, back yeah, to was was, storm. He made like six errors. Mate, it was so bad. Like, I felt so sorry for him because it was just like one of those nights where nothing goes right. Like, literally nothing goes right. Um, but he turned it around and, you know, now he's honestly a premier fullback. Um, so, look, what's weird is like, so Corey Allen got named at fullback, but obviously Avarillo played fullback, um, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, shit form yeah.
0: from. Potter, geez, that annoys me.
1: What, from <laughs> from Potter, i oh, name. No, no, yeah. you know,
0: just the final team had Alan at fullback. They ran out and Avrilay straight fullback. Just like, just name. Just
1: it. name it. <laughs> Killed your super coach. Yeah. Killed your super coach. Yeah. Um, So look, I love Avrilay at the fullback position. I, I think I, I thought he looked dynamic. I thought, yeah, okay. I think he got taken out once, but just even the confidence to go down the short side yeah. and try and start yeah. something from the back. Uh, so I think they should absolutely keep Avarillo there. And matter of fact, keep him there all year long. It seems pretty clear that Dufty is probably not going to be here next year. You need to pick a fullback and stick with him. And I think Avarillo is the man for the job. Give him time to get his body shaped the right way it needs to be for a fullback. Give him time. Because, like, if you can keep Avarillo, Burton, Flanagan and Reece, uh, Reed Money together, like, you can build something. It's a good there. spine. That's a, that's a yeah. decent yeah. young spine <clears throat> that can build into something really good. And look, it's just who else is on the market that you're going to get a fullback that's going to be better than a potential Avrillo that could be.
2: You know, he's a good. Can you good imagine f- if, if Avrillo landed in Penrith Roosters, Melbourne. I reckon he'd be an absolute star. Mate, he was, this he gun he was yeah, a gun coming
1: through. was a gun coming through. Um,
2: and like he looks so happy and confident there on the weekend. I
1: loved I him at fullback. Yeah. Keep him there. Keep him there. Now, uh, just quickly, Jeremy Marshall King signed for the Dolphins. What do you guys, what, Timmy? What do you think about this?
0: It's one of them signings where you go. He's been a, a shining light for the Bulldogs for a couple of years now in a very ordinary team who struggles to win games. As a hooker, we mentioned before, the, the sign of a hooker is or a forward pack is how often the hookers running. And the dogs so often get beaten through the middle in games, yet Marshall King still stands his authority on games week after week. Mm. They would have signed him on – I can't imagine it being a lot of money, the Dolphins, going yeah. up there in a key position. And I, I'm really – I mean, I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to be able to do it, but if the Dolphins can you know, click into gear quick enough, I'd like to see what he can do in a good side, yeah. um, Marshall King, because I, I think he's been one of their better players for a couple of years now. And mm. as far as signings go um, – you know, he's not the marquee in the spine signing that we're after for, for the Dolphins or Dolphins fans are after, but I think he's a terrific uh, signing on you yeah, probably not a heap of
1: cash. I love it. I actually think it's a great signing. Yeah. I think that uh, what I, the thing with Jerry Marshall King and what I respect so much is in, in a team that has just struggled for the last two to three years, He has continued to just chip away at his game. If you go and look at Jeremy Marshall King that first started in nine, you would have said that is not a nine. He is a ball-running six, maybe um, nowhere near a nine. Whereas now, he has improved so much since then with another year, a fresh restart, a team that's going to be able to win a few games. I think he's going to shine. And I actually think that it may be a signing that people look back and say the Dolphins got a bargain. I just think he's so caught up in the struggle of the Bulldogs. Like for him to, as you said, impact games when they constantly get dominated, it shows you how good he is. What do you think of the signing?
2: I love it, and I think the the point that a lot of people have overlooked. He's obviously the younger brother of Benji Marshall. Wayne's always had a great relationship with Benji. He's always got the very best out of Benji. Did it mm. last year, so mate. I, you know he, he's averaging um, seventy run meters this year. Yeah, for Canterbury, I you know I, I've been hiring him for a while. I've always really liked Jeremy Marshall King, uh, and I, I think value wise, I think he'll be great up there. I yeah. really do. And if you can get a nine like him, it means that you can spend more money on your six and no, seven.
1: I totally agree. Um, so look, I think it's a really good signing, and I actually I'm stoked for Jeremy Marshall King because it's going to give him an opportunity to maybe develop into a player that he may not have been able to do at the doggies, especially with Reed Money coming there, he would have been on the bench or whatever. And he may have just kind of kicked around that 14 role and reserve grade. Whereas he goes to the Dolphins. What an opportunity to turn a solid NRL career into could be something good. So congratulations. Great signing. Shout out to Paul Vaughan. I know, you know, the barbecue incident. I actually think he's been pretty good this year. I know there's been one or two games where he's had a couple of errors. I don't mind him this year. I really think that he's been pretty consistent there in the middle for him. Um, what do you guys think about He had 166 metres, 70 post-contact, 30 tackles, only one miss uh, in 55 minutes.
2: But I actually think all of Canterbury's middles have been pretty good this year. I think Luke Thompson's been good. I think Max King has been good. Uh, I think Paul Vaughan has been too. He's obviously on a one-year deal. I don't think he's re-signed yet. Do you, would you keep him No, there? they've
1: already told him pretty much that he's not going to re-sign.
2: Wow. I mean, I, honestly... I, I would have kept him, I think. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I would I think he's been quite solid. Well, I sort of assumed they would keep him. No, nah, yeah. they
1: came out pretty early and said, no. He hasn't...
2: Yeah, okay.
1: If I'm a club looking for a, a cheapy bench front rower, Four. I'm fucking absolutely <laughs> signing He can't ball. go to England, surely. Surely not. He was oh. a kangaroo three years ago. Like. And he's still... like This is against a dominant Penrith pack. <sighs> he's running for the 166 metres, which was the most of any forward... Um, most of any forward in the Bulldogs side, and also the second most for his team.
2: I, I actually it. thought he was quiet last yeah. week compared to other weeks.
1: Yeah, I think he's been quite consistent. Yeah. Like, I really do. What, what do you think about Vaughan's year?
2: Tim? Yeah, I mean, he
0: can be a bit of an easy target at times, the yeah. old Italian stallion. I, I've always liked him as a footballer, and then it just be like, I suppose, maybe to a degree with time without a car and missing out on origin, going to a weaker club. Um, it can be lost on people how good these boys actually are and just the the fact that playing in a lesser side, it can be hard to stand out. But, you know, following the barbecue incident at the Dragons and a few other things, you know, he's he's a big personality, Vaughn. But I I think he's been fine as well. And as far as the Dogs fans go and looking ahead for a bit of a shining light, you yeah, Luke Thompson missed that game with, I think, concussion protocols. He's been excellent this season. Yeah, he's so – I, Mar- I really rate yeah, Thompson. Yeah, for Tyler Mariners, a couple of games back now, and I think he started on the weekend, he started looking quite good as well. And, and when he gets back to an 80-minute role, we'll bring heaps to that side. Um, so the doggies there, I don't mind sort of what's being thrown down. I did also just want to quickly shout out to Mick Potter in there as interim coach. I don't know if he was behind it or if it was a Burton thing or what, but – Couple of really good little coaching moves there And the first one was Burton's early kick for the Fox mm. Which is pretty simple But yeah. like it was the easiest try to ever score yeah. And great coaching from that <laughs> one The other one was they had a, a really distinct plan To go at uh, kick out's edge Just with Kickow shooting out of the line They just play short back on the inside all the time And got quite good momentum through it mm. I think it was uh, Josh Jackson did it And threw an inside ball to Avril at one point point. they cut through and almost scored from and I might have scored the following play um, and I just look at those sort of things going good from Potter or Burton or whoever it was, but yep. uh, there were signs of life there, albeit against a depleted Panthers yep. side. Yeah,
1: and, and a shout out to Doggies—they completed at ninety percent. They gave themselves every opportunity. They just didn't have that that knockout blow. And, and unfortunately, defensively, I thought I thought uh, Corey Allen was a bit rusty. Yeah, you know, made some pretty poor uh, reads in defence, and you know, probably could have chased across when. There was uh, that try that kind of like looped across him and and he could have like kind of covered in behind. I thought he was quite rusty. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, yeah, look, I actually think the Bulldogs forward pack this year has been quite solid. Um, Just the backs, there's been a few players in and out. and Yeah, it's a tough one.
2: It's going to be interesting on that left edge next year and you know, I hate for Canterbury it seems like we're always talking about next year <laughs> uh, but you know Burton and Fox like that has to be one of the most lethal combinations in rugby league right oh, now yeah.
1: and we're already seeing like they've got no momentum yeah. nothing going they for them they get no opportunities and they, and they still they, make yeah, something happen put
2: out on that edge next year Yeah, I'm not sure who, who, who will be the ideal left centre for them next year but um, that left side could be could be something special for Canterbury. How yeah. good, good was the, the passion
0: from the Fox when he scored oh, that first try? Yeah, he yeah. was about to go super same when he looked yeah. into that camera. It was Mate, great.
1: I loved it. And I, that's that's why he's a champion. Yeah. That's why the Fox is who he is. He Literally days after being – he would be devastated. And he would put on a good face for everyone and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to work hard. He'd be devastated. He has been a core member of that group. Mm. He has not played poorly this year. And in a lot of other selectors' minds would have – never been dropped from the side like not even close yet he comes out and puts on a performance like that Mo- a lot of blokes and players or whatever would have soaked, would have said oh i deserve better and i deserve a bit of loyalty where's my loyalty he didn't say that he came out and said i'm going to play fucking outstanding mm-hmm. uh score a double and just bring energy what do you got there matty i was
0: back on vaughn if i was a titans i'd go after him they've already signed four and I'd, they just need a bit of grit i reckon yeah, i like perfect. that
1: titans i do i like the titans one and i know some people are going to say oh culture this you know he's you know not good he's a bit of a rat bag or whatever like he's had one or two incidents but like he's not that bad for the culture you know what i mean i I don't i don't know like he had the the really all his incidents unless i'm misremembering around the covid situations like in yeah that was silly things but like are they that bad for culture like anyway um Anyway, so hopefully dogs can bounce back. Good thing is they completed 90%. They fought all the way to the end. Uh, they just didn't have the strike power, unfortunately. And positives are Burton's killing it. Avrilo, I love him at fullback. Keep him there. They just need to shore up some defense on the edge there.